0: Entered <laughs> oh, it, it, entered it, entered the it, entered it, entered
1: the entered it, entered
0: Welcome to 129 episode. Of... Fuck. Welcome to episode 129 of the Try Games.net podcast, featuring guys who talk about, you know, pixels. Uh, it is 129, right? Yes, it is. Okay, I'm getting it right. Just making sure. Uh, it is April 18th. It is the day of the NBA playoffs, which is more important than everything except for maybe 24. Maybe. For real? <clears throat> wow, yes,
1: man. Time is fine. It's April, isn't the playoffs supposed to? be... Be like, oh wait, they're best of sevens and best of five. Yeah, sevens. yeah. They, I'm thinking I mean, it's they just own... one game. I'm like, wait a minute, it's gonna be over by May.
0: Yeah, no, that's college. College is fucking one game. Mm-hmm. And that's that's why it ends by like ends by the very month. beginning of April. Yeah. yeah. But um we have uh, uh uh the best of the bunch here because the other ones are, are whores. Yeah, that's uh, right fool. Yeah, so Al is here. you where are
1: your curly mustache at.
0: So Pringles, Scoop's Scoop Daz. Oh, and, uh, Oh Oh. 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 oh, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what we're talking about, you will. Um and then uh there's me Mr. Chupon, uh known as Austin in the real world and uh Slunks is not here cuz I don't know he's asleep, or maybe he's you know finagling some uh some spermitude out of a guy attitude or something I don't know. Ew. And then Pete's off, you know, uh philandering with his uh with his male consort, uh the president of uh of of the Union of Tuxedo Men or something, mm. so yep. I don't know uh, what kind of crazy, uh, crazy stuff he's doing there. But uh, anyway, it's crazy. No, it's crazy, Mister Trilobite Nan. What have you been playing this week?
1: Um, Xenogears, um, Smash Brothers. I had a big Smash Brothers party last night with guys from a job. We played from like basically eight eight thirty to. Uh, Two o'clock 5. in the morning oh shit uh we just kicked each other's ass left and right it was awesome ordered some pizza had some drinks uh you know talked about old shit and then <clears throat> as i left well as i left as the guys left um I
0: was like why do you leave your own house i don't know
1: well i did leave my house but i only left to take out the garbage <laughs> um uh-huh. my you know one of the guys i used to work with he the the one we call Cheesy, Cheesy Jerry Dorf, because he's the one that's like, so good and everything. <laughs> uh, which, by the way, he did win most of the games anyway. But we don't really count who's winning, we just count what the fuck is funny. And, you know, there's a lot of funny stuff in the game. Anyway, um, he asked me what my gamer tag was. And I told him, but I was like, wait a minute, I'm right here on my computer, so I'll add your gamer tag. So I added his gamer tag, and I noticed that he had Outrun on Online Arcade. Oh. I was like, oh, snap, that came out, so I bought it. How much? Just buy it. How much is it? It's uh
0: 800 points. So 10 dollar?
1: Yeah. Um, honestly, if you're cynical about Outrun, or if you're not sure about Outrun, 10 dollars might be too much for you, given that it's only you know Outrun with the default set of cars from the original and Heart Attack, and then it has 15 uh stage continuous. But. I'm, you know, I never bought Outrun for Xbox. I never bought the Expansion, not expansions, but the Coast to Coast, nothing like that, Outrun 2. So I jumped on this because I'm like, you know, I wanted to get the original Outrun for Xbox and play it just with backwards compatibility. Yeah. And <clears throat> so I bought that, right? <clears throat> I played a little bit. This was at about 3.30 in the morning this
0: morning.
1: <laughs> and um, Michael's brother comes on. And then he invites me to play Outrun Online. So then I spent the next hour and a half playing Outrun Online with him on multiplayer. And we were just like racing each other on the, uh, the, the different types of ways you could play is basically you have, um, Outrun mode where you can choose whatever stages you go into as you're playing, or you can actually choose a specific goal. So you have to take a certain, um, route.
0: Uh-huh. And
1: uh, <clears throat> so you can do that or you can do fifteen stage continuous, which I thought was really cool. And we did that at the end and we got up to like stage nine before we ran out of time. Um you can choose all the different cards that they have so far and we were talking uh it looks like they might give DLC for more cards and whatnot. <clears throat> and I was like, I'm gonna jump on it, I don't care. I-, I-, I like Outrun that much that I wanna just support it with uh you know, and if they come out with DLC, I'm buying it. Uh, I don't care if it's like $5 for a a pack of six cards. It's just outrun. Make more. Um, You can actually choose whether you want the normal cars or the tuned cars, which go faster and have different handling and whatnot. And um, you can play with catch-up mode, turn on or off, where with catch-up mode off, I lose all the time. Is it like
0: rubber band AI, basically?
1: Yeah, it rubber bands your, uh, speed. But it's good because it keeps the game more competitive that way because if I'm not that good and everybody else is better than me, I'm just gonna spend the entire game at last, which I did every time catch up was turned <laughs> off. So when I had catch up turned on, we were, you know, in a two player race, we were constantly passing each other and constantly like talking shit about our, um, racing lines and drifting and staying in the middle and shit. So that was good. But the other time it was like, I don't see you, man. I don't see you. I don't see you, man. I don't see you. And we just talk about the the turns that we're making. I'm like, oh, you just hit the checkpoint, and like five seconds later, I hit the checkpoint. And I hit a wall. I'm like, oh, I'm screwed. So where are your curly cars at? Where your curly cars at? Um. So let's see. Then I played a little bit of. I played the first stage of Armor Core for Answer, which is for really Answer. Cool. Um, I like I like the way the game plays but there's a lot of complexity in it and it's not something to be playing at three o'clock in the morning. You'd when, rather be
0: playing with something like Voot, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Because I mean, armor core is like you can customize the weapons, you can customize the colors of your, your armor cores, you can customize how each part works. Uh-huh. Like you can design your own armor core from the ground up. Right. And I was like, Oh, this is blowing my mind. I can't I can't do this three o'clock in the morning when I'm trying to look read the story and I'm falling asleep during the story. And then I play and everything's okay. And then, you know, I wake up when Outrun comes into the picture. I was about to go to sleep and then I got that invite and I'm like, I can't resist the invite. <laughs> I also played a little bit. Come
0: braid. Sex Champagne invite. <laughs> what? Uh, 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 yeah, I also played a little bit of um braid, but I'm emo. I didn't really do anything with Emo. It. Actually, no. Emo, I I
1: progressed to a lot of World 5. Uh,
0: How much had you played before that? I forget.
1: I finished World Quite a three. bit, right? Huh?
0: Quite a bit, right? A bit? <coughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I finished World 3, and I managed to get through World 2. I still have, like, one piece or two pieces to get in World 2.
0: Oh, you can go back and forth. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah.
1: Um, Basically, it, there's like a map type of thing. Like it's his apartment. His apartment has different canvases in different rooms. And there's world two, three, four, five, and six. And then there's a toilet that the light comes on when you go in the bathroom. And then you climb up this ladder, and it goes up to the top, which has, I guess, the final stage or something. So. See, I, I thought you
0: were gonna go into no more heroes when he said toilet. I'm like, what?
1: Oh, saving at the toilet. No. Yeah. Um. So that's. All I've been playing, um, I'd like to mention, you know, I told you that I um, have been, I've had a hankering for a management game, a simulation game, right? Yeah. And here looking in my face, which I can't buy uh, on Steam is Worldwide Soccer Manager 2009. <laughs> I'm like, damn, this would definitely like serve my needs. But then again, yeah, but I bought OutRun. Not, no, not even. It's not portable. Right. That's right. what I wanted. I wanted a portable game. So I'm not to find a soccer manager. DS or PSP? I bet I'm you sure, they do have soccer. I'm maybe.
0: sure. I'm sure it's out there, or something like it is out there somewhere. Um, SimCity 2000 DS, which reportedly sucks. Uh, no, Not That's bad enough. Uh,
1: I see. You're like I, I mean, I don't want to get like My Sims Kingdom or something <laughs> like that. And they didn't make that cool ass SimCity uh that they made in Japan. They didn't bring that over here. Ah. Uh. Well, so what no. bugs me, just
0: mm-hmm. as, as, a, as an aside, what bugs me about the um, OutRun thing, and it's not OutRun's fault, it's just my fault, is that I already have, A, Coast to Coast, and, 2, the original Xbox One, and so it's like, I have yeah. no, like, if I tried to sell, pawn them off to somebody, I'd get, like, a dollar for them.
1: You probably have to <clears throat> hope that they have, like, a a deal where they sell it for half off, but then i would probably be, like, like next year.
0: Yeah, so yeah. I I can't I I could. I mean, it's only 10 bucks, but still I I have it already, so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um let's see what else have you been playing or doing or eating. Or doing cleaning out. Well,
1: um I can make a very quick They make a Football Manager 2009 handheld 2 PSP. Uh um, there you go. Is it out yet? <clears throat> yeah, it came out. Well, it's in Europe, but it came out November 14th, 2008.
0: Anyway, region free.
1: Uh yeah. Among other things. Anyway, um...
0: Gameplay free.
1: Yes. Anyway, I, um... I started watching Heroes, which is rather interesting. I'm only on the fourth episode, though. I'm going to have a 24 marathon today. Yes! Of season two. Yes! Yeah. W- of which I'm the only person in the house who hasn't seen it. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, basically, it's like a, a pity marathon.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, we were talking have about met... that
1: when we were playing Smash Brothers because you know how you die, and you come back with Smash, or with Final Smash power. We call it pity. Yeah.
0: Smash. Oh, speaking of that, I was actually having my own Smash Brothers session yesterday too, but it lasted only half an hour, not four.
1: Oh. Nah, no, because I went
0: over to Alice's house to to just hang out because he's watching my copy of The Departed, so he could study the Boston accent, Boston <laughs> accent, because he because he has a, a role coming up in which he plays a cop from Boston. Awesome. So, but then beforehand, like. His roommate was being all like, "Oh, I don't want to watch it. Oh, I'm asleep." And so we were playing Smash Brothers until he woke up. Mm. And uh, I got into a sudden death match with his uh, with his roommate Tim. Mm-hmm. And he was Kirby, and he was kind of floating up towards me, and I'm sitting there just swinging my bat because I'm all the way at the other end of the screen. Yeah. And so I I let You've loose the uh, yeah. Okay. And so I let lo- let loose a big thunder, and like it's just going slowly towards him, and he tries to jump, and I move it up, and then he tries to go down, and I move it down, and I hit him, and he dies. <laughs> <laughs> He's, it's like it's like um. I'm trying to think of uh, uh uh what was it? Oh, it's it's kind of like an independence day when like uh the guy was trapped in the tunnel and like you see like the explosion coming towards him and he can't do anything about it. So he's <laughs> just like uh-oh, boom. Yeah. Similar situations. Anyway, uh okay, I guess that's all we've been doing. So we will move on to the bag of uh genitals.
1: You you're not um talking about anything, I guess.
0: Uh, I am try the bite, so
1: that's true. Which I should oh. record one. I, all right, I'm gonna make an effort to record one this week, only okay. because, well, see, I haven't really been playing anything because I've been too busy with working and sleeping and trying not to. I don't know. Anyway,
0: uh, move on. Okay, I'm sorry. Mailbag. Um, if there are any mailbag questions for Pete, uh they are not going to be answered. Let me take up. Oh, there are none, so we're safe there. But yes, um, before we move on, just so you know, uh, I have a trilobite up there for you to listen, and um, I probably should open the show with this, but since Pete is not he, Pete is not here, no. But you know, like a like a, a soldier who leaves behind his dog tags, or 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 a child who, you know, goes on to college but leaves his room the way it is, or, you know, like a dog who takes a shit in your bed to make to let you know that that's where his house is. Um, <laughs> he has left the trilobite as well, and it will be up soon. Um, and uh, yes, for the mailbag, Edu, thanks for mailing in your 24 commentary. I will uh, talk about it on my trilobite, and I'm emphasizing the wrong syllable in my sentences, but uh, this will not be just here, because this is a spoiler-free, semi-TV-free podcast. Anyway, we are going to get to the first question, which is... Um, yes. <laughs> what is it? It's the, uh, pre- it, these are two entries for the pretentious name for a video game. Yes. Uh, the first one is from Michael Howell, who seems to be a new user, a new listener from Australia. Awesome. Pre- t- pretentious name for video games is User Interfaced Interactive Electronic Art. So, Supersonic, if you're listening, put that down your gullet hole. User yeah. Interfaced Interactive Electronic Art. Judge Word. that one.
1: Not to be confused with the company of the similar name.
0: E A PIG! Next one is from James Dende Connor. Uh, vacation Disc!
1: Awesome. That would be something that you Japanese would say.
0: So, yeah. So, Supersonic, there's your second one. Vacation Disc. Um, I'm going to say maybe we have one more week of this. Uh, throw your entries in now. Supersonic will pick the winner. And then uh, I, I think it was Pete who said he'd give out a prize or something. Mm, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, something like that. But not me. Uh, fuck you all. Uh, here's a real question, like a question, question. This is from Astro73, a.k.a. Shane, not Bettenhausen. Um, his first, his number one arcade cabinet of choice is, I'd go with the cocktail cabinet of Space Invaders, even though Double Dragon 2 was the first arcade game I I finished. So I guess that's like the the flat table Arkanoid cocktail table, like the one that's flat, so. Yeah. Double uh, Dragon 2 is
1: a hard game in the arcade.
0: Nah, 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 nah. This was not my music for Double Dragon 2. No. Here's his question was, <clears throat> Should reviews take into consideration the price of the game into the final evaluation? Um, Edge recently marked down Wanted for being a $60 five hour game, and The Maw received similar abuse, while $2 games for the DSi got the opposite treatment. Shouldn't reviews just tell you the quality of the game and let the buying decision fall on the consumer? I think we answered something like this when Ethan was on the cast for mm-hmm. our like 100th episode or something like that. Yeah, I think but... we, sh-
1: we can give us some time to answer that portion well, specifically..:
0: yeah. Well, we'll answer it again be- mostly because um, I think my answer may have changed. I mm. don't exactly remember my answer from from like half a year ago, but it may have changed. but what, did, what are your thoughts here?
1: Um, it's it's hard. It depends on what type of review you are submitting. If you're submitting more of a consumer report type of review, yes, that does come into play because you're telling the person what is the value of the game compared to your money. Like, that would be your value aspect of the review. So you have, like, you know, how good is the game? And then how much worth the game for your money is it? Because, of course if you compare, like, video games to things like music and movies, video games are the most expensive. So, right. that really does kind of take into account, because you can watch a really shitty two-hour movie, but <clears throat> most movies are hour and a half, two hours, some are three hours, but you're not going to say a three-hour movie is more value for your money, you know, if it's boring. Right. If it's a great movie and it's three hours, it's pretty much still the same value as a great movie that's an hour and a half, just because of the fact that I guess the time is the time range is so short as well as the amount of activity that you do during a movie is so limited. Whereas in a video game your limits for your activity are much more extended. You know, you there's playing the game, there's thinking, there's right. looking at movies or graphics and things like that. Um, but if you're trying to do like a straight critical <clears throat> review, which um like something like our site would do or uh well not even well I guess something like our site would probably do something like that but you see a lot of more consumer reporting type of reviews in like IGN and then GameSpot and um I, I think even in blogs they, they still put a, a comparison to value versus time and content I should not say time I should content right um I think that's it's still necessary to mention, yeah, this is a short game, and you're paying sixty dollars for it, but I don't think that it should be abused. it should be like a advisory, yeah, you know, this game is about five hours in length. You know how much these games cost. Make a decision for yourself, not oh, this game is a three point oh because it's two hours long, and it's sixty dollars. Yeah, maybe two hours long. It could be the best two hours you spent in your life. Right. But that's you know that goes. That's, that's up to you. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Um. I think. Uh. I think this. This kind of goes into. Uh. How close to uh, and I, I. I'm not gonna bring this argument up again, but just to touch on the topic, to possibly bring up games as art versus not art simply because it's like. Um. Oh my god, I, I left a... Uh, this is a tangent, I'm sorry, but I'm worried now. I left a bottle of hair gel, like mm. a tiny bottle of hair gel, sitting next <laughs> to my laptop, which expels heat from its bed. Oh, vent, man. And it's been sitting there heating up. Okay. Mm. So anyway, um, so <laughs> You, to me, you know, with the whole games as art argument, and it's like, it gets down to how do you criticize a game. And like you were saying about the Consumer Reports style thing, it's like... If you're talking about consumer reports, you talk about the technical aspects and you talk about how proficient it is in certain Mm -hmm. areas and then how long it is Mm -hmm. and then how much it costs because it's a consumer object. Um, I mean you can absolutely not write a review – about an iPod versus a Zune versus a, a Sansa SanDisk player mm-hmm. without mentioning the price. That's you true. have to. You I have mean, to. like, there's there's no way that you can get away without mentioning the price at launch because that's what consumers need to know.
1: Well, actually, isn't it also a little bit more to the fact that it's uh, more commoditized? You know, it's, Yes, yes, yes. They all yes. pretty much do the same thing, but now it's like your value versus the amount yes. of uh, features.
0: Yes, and that's mm-hmm. where the other side of the argument does come in. Uh, good segue where it's like <laughs> where it's like well games aren't commoditized they no. are more artistic they are more individual so how can we put a standard price on these things and then expect critics to you know go by that price right um, and
1: then it, they they kind of do that too because you'll have budget games you know and that they're commoditizing cuz they're like okay well if we only spent like you know Two hundred man hours on this game, and there's not really that much content, but and it doesn't really work that well. But you know, the kids will buy it. We could charge thirty dollars for this game. Right, right, you know, and,
0: and like money. a lot, yeah. A whole part of that's marketing too. So I mean, yeah. maybe, but but then you get to things like GameTap and GameFly, where it's like, well, you don't have to pay on a per-game basis. So does that criticism really have to factor in? Um And so that's where I'm inclined to to, and I believe I said no with a few exceptions, last time. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm sure the internet will jump down my throat. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's where I would still cling to my, you know what, probably not. They should probably not take that into consideration simply because there are more avenues for purchasing games now that don't rely on the retail price, as well as all these other factors, like, you know, uh, an artistic critique versus a Consumer report style review, both of which are valid, wow. you know? <clears throat> At the same time, like... um. I guess you and I have the same answers it's like you can't get away without mentioning it because some people are going to want to know like how much does it cost and for this for the amount that I'm for the effort and the money that I'm putting in am I going to get you know my like a lot of quality is also you know uh paraphrased as maybe improperly but as uh for my money you know mm-hmm. for my money how much am I getting you know and, because and
1: this also, oh finish.
0: Okay, sorry. Like, because, you know, sometimes you go, as a consumer, you go into a purchasing mindset with that money in mind. Like the DSi games, it's like, like, when I am in the mood for a DSi game or, uh, I'm trying to think of an example of, a, 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 I don't know, like, I'm trying to think because there is no real, okay, a, a, a DSi game and an iPod Touch game, iPhone game, right? You Which mean I've like a DSiWare been... game? Yeah. Okay. Um... When you download them, it's like, no, I'm not, when I'm getting this game for this system, for this purpose, I don't want to spend millions of hours on this game. I want something that I can flip on, enjoy for a little while, and then put back down. And because of that mindset, I don't want to have to pay $20 for that experience you know, this Mm -hmm. is specific, this is a targeted experience that I want, this is a very specific thing that I want, and so when you criticize a game like that, you you do have to take that target into account, like, you can't, it it goes back to, and this is a shaky comparison, but it kind of goes back to, I'm not going to review a sports game from the perspective of someone who's expecting a first person shooter. It doesn't Mm -hmm. match as far as comparisons go, but it's a good start, like, uh, like every there's this i guess maybe some people have the idea that you go into every game that you play fresh without preconceived notions without anything and without like blah, blah 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 like you know they everything is on the same level but that's just not how the that's not how it works and that's not how it should work different things are there for different people for different needs and you have to evaluate them based on those you know based on those needs like uh, one other example like i think i reviewed transformers the game yeah. Right for um and that was kind of a silly game, but it 's like this is clearly for kids, okay, and this is where Tony and I got into a little bit of debate he 's like, Oh, I never go into a review, and like I never think like if the game sucks it sucks i 'm like well you can 't look at it that way that 's irresponsible to the person that you 're trying to give advice to, you know because mm-hmm. like I said it 's partially critiquing, but it 's also advice you know you I I, I I will never separate the two you know i can 't have like a flowery like oh, this reminds me of the time back in medieval times when we were <laughs> a de, 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 de. No, you, you can't have that by itself, but you can't also have, like, the frame rate is terrible, therefore nothing else in this game matters. It sucks. Go buy an iPod. Yeah. So it's like, you know, but uh, I've rambled on. You were going to say something. I'm sorry.
1: Um, I was just going to say that there are people who often look at reviews with the sole purpose of saying... Is this the value for my money? And I'm, you know, I used to be one of them. I guess now it's like I already know once a game is announced whether I'm gonna buy it or not. I it's just that I would use reviews for games that I'm not you familiar with. You weren't sure with. about okay, I'm not even not sure about, but like <clears throat> uh, a game that somebody tells me about, like just by name only, and they're like, "You should get this," and I'm like, well, "Then you're yeah, then you're gonna go like read games. about it, right? Yeah." Um, or like I remember when I was uh. I don't remember where I was working, or maybe I wasn't. <clears throat> but I would sit and uh read reviews. No well not read reviews, but I would um give reviews to Rob and he'd be in the store talking about uh-huh. all right, I wanna buy a game and he's like, All right, I trust you in giving me a, a good opinion on a game to get I'm looking for this type of game. Uh-huh. Uh you know draw up some reviews and let's let's see if we can get something new. And so then I would go in GameSpot and just like search the genre and then pull up some games based on their scores. And all I would do is read them the score and read them the cons and we would buy a game based on that. Okay. Not even the pros. Just like, okay, well, this game is, you know, he's looking for hack and slash. And he'd be like, okay, um, I, I'm trying to think of a game that we might have, that we bought based on that. Um, but I can't think of one. Like it was mostly PC games. Okay. And, Oh, wait, 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 did he buy, oh man, it's on the tip of my tongue, I'm thinking in my head, I'm thinking Witcher and I'm thinking Revenant, but it's not either of those, but it was a game that he bought, and I was reading to him the cons and whatnot, and he was like, ah, I can deal with that, alright, and he bought it. Silverfall? No, not even, it, it was something a lot less complex, uh. I don't even know, <clears throat> But that's what we used to use them for. It, and it's always good to and that's also surprising sometimes you read a game and it's read a review about a game and they're like, you know, this game is short, but, you know, at the same time it's inexpensive. You're like, Oh, well great. It's not a, a full price game. I'm right. more apt to jump on it.
0: Right. And it's like again, it's a whole bite size mentality where like you don't you don't want to spend a lot of money on something and like all you're looking for is a quick fix. Um, now should th- does that mean that that game should receive as high a score as a, a, a full fully loaded le- full length game uh, of retail price because that game could probably be higher quality because of the fact that it had more production values put into it? Maybe not, but like it, it does you know it does beg the question how much value am I getting? The other thing though that I was thinking was maybe he's talking about um, more of the the final score. Versus mm-hmm. like the critique, like maybe he's fine with saying that's fine to mention it, but to 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 give it like a really low score just because it's short and expensive or because it's more expensive than it should be um, is not uh, is not, um, you know, is is not relevant to the game itself. But right at the at the end of the day, again, it's a product that you are buying off the shelf.
1: Right. Exactly. You have to, and you it's have to an consider it somehow product that you're buying off the shelf.
0: Consider Dragon Ball Evolution which I just reviewed. I did not say anything about the price. Mm-hmm. But it's a $40 game for PSP. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> now, it's the fight again is not bad. You can pre- pretty much beat the game by pressing square.
1: Awesome. But now like, I- I'm okay, not even continue. exaggerating.
0: I-, I took a video. <laughs> I took a video of myself pressing square and you can beat you could on the hardest difficulty level, I got past three guys just by pressing square. Excellent. Um so there's that. And then it's like, well, why would you play this when it's an uglier, easier, more brain-dead, and kind of more ridiculous version of Dragon Ball Shin Budokai for the PSP, which is the original fan favorite, you know, cell shaded It's got 18 characters. It's got Trunks and Vegeta and all your favorites, whereas this game has Mai. Who the fuck is Mai? Yeah. Who the fuck is Fulum? Lum? Yeah. Like, they're from the movie, but no one cares about them, you know? Right, so, they're
1: not from the series.
0: Right, and like, a lot of the, like, from my outsider perspective, a lot of this franchise in video game form is about the fan service, and this is not fan service, right? So it's like, you, you get this game that, yeah, the fighting engine's intact, and it's it's actually not that bad, but you can buy Shin Budokai for 18 bucks on Amazon.
1: Wait, are you talking about, um, just Tenkaichi Budokai? Not Tenkaichi Budokai. No, um... Shin
0: Bu- Dragon Ball Z Shin Budokai for PSP.
1: Oh, Shin Budokai for PSP, because I was thinking PS2. Um, no, no, no. Just Budokai 1, 2, and 3.
0: Yeah, Shin Budokai on PSP for 18 bucks, and it's probably a t- twice as good of a game.
1: And probably not even twice. If it's got all the fan service and all the characters, like the PS2 versions, like, I don't know, because I don't play Budokai, but... yeah. I remember when Budokai came out, we were like, oh, wow, all these characters and all this fan service, blah, blah, blah. And Budokai 2 came out, and it came out with the Dragon Ball quest mode where you went through, like, the story, and they had even more characters, and you are like, oh, my God, all this fan service. And then they came out with Budokai 3, and they had all the characters from the movies and all this other stuff, and it was like, oh, my God, the fan service, your head's going to blow up, it's, ah, 9,000! And then, you know, that that's the stuff that attracts you to Dragon Ball video games. And then they came out with, uh, Budokai Kaichi, which it was, and then it was kind of like ODing because what more can you add? Right. than what's already <sighs> in the game? And then they, I think they added like GT stuff into it, which of course GT is kind of lame, but shit, if it's got everything else from before on top of extra characters that I can fool around with, <clears throat> and it'd be like a hundred something characters. Nah, I, I think I'm exaggerating, but uh, I could be accurate. Right. You know, that's what attracts you to a Dragon Ball game. Then you make a Dragon Ball movie which is loosely interpreted on the actual Dragon Ball canon, and which.
0: It doesn't I, even I, have half the favorites that you're used to.
1: Right, and I don't understand how someone can make a movie, a live action movie, based on something that has such a large fan, like a following. following. Yes, that's the word. And not give fan service and expect to make sales. And then on top of that, make a video game where most of the people who are going to play the video game are people who are fans of the manga and anime. So it's like, okay, I'm making a video game based on a movie that isn't based on an anime completely, which is going to turn fans off initially. So I'm not going to sell games because the fans already turned off.
0: Mm, right, right. I was gonna make a mention about Final Fantasy the movie, but that I think that's different because it's like to me Final Fantasy has always been about like a new kind of cha- a new story mm-hmm. in like in like a, a world threatening situation, and so like the movie to me follows that very well. Fuck the fuck the the fact that oh they don't have chocobos, they don't have Cloud. I don't give a shit. i right. like I think you and I are like the only ones who like that movie, but like this is different <laughs> because Dragon Ball is very specific in what it provides. Yes, and exactly. If and, Dragon and Ball the, was all yeah. over
1: the place, and it was like, uh, you know, every single Dragon Ball, um, you know, say if there were different uh, chapters, and they all involved different people in similar situations with different people, then I guess it'd be a little bit more forgiving because right. that's if like it, if it a was fantasy. like
0: if it was like a Dragon Ball saga where like the main centered story was the quest to find the dragon testicles, but it was different people every time.
1: Yeah, and different but situations and if, environments. Yeah. But like, it's not
0: that. It's fucking. This is Goku, and now he has hair gel because it's being played by Justin Chatwin, who's white. Right. And. <laughs> and Master Roshi doesn't have facial hair because it's Chow Yun Fat.
1: Right. And and but well, not and but but. Uh, and but. And but but.
0: Because they want to have butt checks. <laughs> Cowboy butt checks. Sorry.
1: Um. What was I gonna say? I was talking. To... Oh, we're talking about Final Fantasy. Also, Sorry Final Fantasy. <laughs> Final Fantasy has established itself as something that can be adapted to many different environments which I applaud it for. If Final Fantasy had maintained its uh kind of pseudo medieval environment and never went into the sci-fi aspect with like 6 and 7 um and 8 I don't think that spirits within would have made would have been as relevant because right. spirits within takes place in a futuristic sci-fi kind of environment. It's, it, and it's
0: pretty much FF8 slash 13.
1: Exactly. And I think that if <laughs> Square never went that direction, then Final Fantasy Spirits Within would be a lot less relevant. It, it, I mean, I would probably still like it, but I'd be like, well, why did they do sci-fi? I mean, it has nothing to do at this point now with Final Fantasy because I've never seen anything like that in the games. You right. know, you might as well have given me Advent Children because that's based on <sighs> the based on a nonsensical story, sort of. I mean you can make sense out of it, but it's not really conveyed to well in the movie. But it, it it looks much more like something you would expect in
0: Final Fantasy. But to to circle all this back around to the whole like pricing versus length result that's it. like it... <clears throat> It, it it ma it, its it does matter in some respect, like we were talking about this whole fan service thing it, it does kind of matter like in general, like these outside factors that don 't have to do intrinsically with the game it, it kind of does but and that 's where ultimately a a truly fantastic game can kind of transcend that, and that 's mm-hmm. how you know that okay in this case price isn't price is no object um because it, like i'll i 'll go back to something that one of uh one of our erstwhile contributors uh Mr P said once in his uh whole uh, castlevania thing uh it was such a long time ago i forgot what it was about but a good game is a good game is a good game and so yes in that respect if it's a great experience and and somebody says well it's 75 dollars, and the person says well because it's 75 dollars, i'm gonna dock at a point i'll mm. agree with you there no the, that's retarded that's ridiculous you yeah, shouldn't do that
1: I, I would i would make that definitely something if it's obscene if it's something that's yeah. for your, that that garners attention, like oh, this game is five dollars, and it's an excellent super game that should be worth thirty or forty dollars. Note that and give it props for that. But if it's a game that's worth like thirty, forty dollars and it charges you eighty, that's something to note as a negative.
0: Yeah, and, and I think that um, I think that it, it, it the the price and and everything else, I guess, to me, as long, as long as you're a retail customer. Like I said about, you know, you can't really break down a game's, uh, you can't break down all games by like, oh, the graphics are an 8, but the music is a 3, and therefore the end result is like a 5. You know what I mean? You can't break mm-hmm. down, well, the price is this, and the length is that. and You take everything, you you take the entire experience, you go into a store looking for an experience, alright? You pay a certain amount of money for that experience. You spend a certain amount of time with that experience, and out of that entire kind of meta experience, you say, okay, now, was that something that I could enjoy? Was that something that I would recommend? And how do I feel about what happened in the game as well as my whole experience? And if if price never enters the equation, great. If you never think about the length, great. But if you do, if you, if you sit through the game going, you know, this really isn't that great, and now I'm thinking about it, I just spent $70 on this. That, you know, whatever comes up in your experience is, you know, is, is relevant. So, and, and reviewers are trying, reviewers are trying to not only be, you know, going down through points A, B, and C, but also just giving you what the experience was that they had and how it might meld with what your experience is. I mean, that's what, uh, I think that's a huge philosophy behind, um, uh, behind what the what people at 1UP do and the people at Giant Bomb do, uh, versus what people at, IGN and, and GameSpot usually do is is they they mostly you know kind of say they kind of break it down, and so you know you you get that kind of experience and you can judge for your, you ultimately you judge for yourself but you know again some outlets score based on what they think and not based on what uh they think you will think you know what I mean mm-hmm. like they they like a lot of times they'll they, they, well this is a nine game because we're probably you're probably going to like this versus this is a nine game because I liked it. so there are different ways of looking at it and so um, I guess the answer to the question is I don't have any fucking idea (laughs) (laughs) I really don't Um, do you have any more thoughts before we go on to this awesome letter Uh, I
1: think we're good
0: do you want to read this awesome letter from Christina
1: yeah let me read this awesome letter from Christina who is also called (laughs) melissa.inboxhelpstore at fortuneriskmanagement.com Sending us a deactivation notice Monday, April sixteenth. Oh yeah. Wait,
0: but wasn't the sixteenth on, on 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 Thursday?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute! Isn't today the eighteenth? Uh, your online prescription will be deactivated on Monday, April sixteenth.
0: Oh currently, no. <laughs>
1: currently, you can order any of our pharmaceuticals, but please do so prior to Monday. Which
0: Monday? Oh no. When currently, was the email sent?
1: Uh, I don't know. It okay. probably sent. It, it was sent before. No, it was sent after all of our mailbags.
0: Okay, so uh, you you keep reading while I go check.
1: All right. Um, Current online prescription allowances. Any Pfizer or Lilly ED products, male and female. Females have ED. Um, Any pain relievers.
0: Um, Estrogen dysfunction? Maybe. 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 Maybe.
1: Maybe. Any pain relievers, control slash (laughs) (laughs) non-control. Any weight control supplements and any Uh... antidepressant medications. Automatic oh, one year renewal oh, oh, will occur oh, 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 upon ordering any product. Product uh, website http colon slash slash WWW dot What? Oh, 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 oh. Pearl Comfy uh,
0: Okay, so the email was sent on four seventeen. Excellent. Which was the day after. Which was which was yesterday.
1: <laughs> how? How how do you anyway?
0: But we have to do we have to we have to order, have to order before Monday.
1: Monday, the sixteenth.
0: Get with the Viagra. Okay. Thanks, uh, Christina, and fuck you up the ass, too. We're gonna move on. (laughs) We're at the news bags, and uh, there's news to be spoken about. Uh, this is a pretty funny error that I've seen in, like, GameStops. I've tried to take a picture of it, but, like, my phone didn't have that great resolution, so it would just come out as a jumble. But mm-hmm. it's this E74 error that Microsoft is going to now cover. Um, but they still don't really say exactly what it is. Um, let's, see, let, let's see what uh, Tor Thorson, the voice of Nord from GameSpot, says. Uh they talk about the red ring of death, um and how it affected uh affected them to the point of a billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um E seventy four error. Let me read this. Uh here's the image. System error contact Xbox customer support, E seventy four. That's it. Wow. That's it. it doesn't <laughs> say anything. Oh no no, actually it does says more. It does says more. Uh System Feuden C Sich an den Xbox could support. Uh service requi Contacte el support technique Xbox. Error de sistema. People just see. I can't read these languages, I'm sorry. But yes, you're, you're giving
1: old. it the great uh, stereotypical accents, though. Yeah, that's true. And they're accurate. Dude, the Spanish sistema,
0: one. Error de sistema. Contacte el <laughs> sistema. Is this even. Spa- that's not su- Spanish. Oh. Yeah, it is. Error de sistema. Llama al servicio de soporte al cliente de Xbox. Support no. What does it say? Kanji. No, I can't read the kanji. No. Xbox customer support. Ni something? Kanji? i what? what? I don't know. Korean? Yeah. No, I can't read. <laughs> Chinese? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'm allowed to do that. You're not. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's I'm what I'm We're asking you. We're all allowed you. to do it. <laughs> We're all allowed to do that. Let's. I see. Be able uh, to do it that well anyway. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait, wait. Yo, contact your Pringles Xbox support. Where are you what? currently support at? <laughs> we talking oh. Spoon!
1: Yo, he got the Mango Sentinel.
0: We talking Frosty! No. um... While the majority of Xbox 360 owners continue to have a great experience with their console, we are aware that a very small percentage of our customers have reported receiving an error that displays E74 on their screen, the company said in a statement. After investigating the issue, we have determined that the E74 message can indicate the general hardware failure that is associated with the three flashing red lights. Error on the console. So it's basically saying that it, it's something in there that's going to cause the red ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what is it? I don't know. Maybe it doesn't matter because they're supporting it now. But still, it's it's funny because I walk past it in the store and it's like something I've never seen before. I'm like, dude, what the fuck is this? Yeah. There, and there's like no red ring. It's just sitting there like, well, we're on. But, you know, it's are broken.
1: Right. I, I think like, I, I had mentioned this before. I think. Oh, no, no. I mentioned this at the party on Saturday night. Last Saturday night, <clears throat> that um, I was I had my Xbox on doing something. I don't think it was doing anything, but I was fixing something around where my power cable was plugged in, and I unplugged it by mistake and plugged it back in, and my uh, Xbox was showing the red ring with oh. uh, the power light was flashing, and I was like, ah, "Wait a minute!" So I turned it off and turned it back on, and it was fine.
0: Okay. <laughs> oh well. They might be having red rings on Xbox consoles, but this screenshot of Patapon 2 has a red 3, which is 3... Fl- that, sorry, Slugs no. is not here to make a worse one, so i got to make a... Okay. So, um, it looks like Patapon 2... Uh, let's see. It's, it's going to have a download release and download codes, but no UMD. Fantastic. Uh, Patapon 2, the sequel to the quirky rhythm game on the PSP, will not be shipped on UMD. Instead, the game will be available via the PlayStation Network for fifteen dollars, and the game will also be sold in retail stores. The PSP cases will be empty with a voucher for the download inside. If you purchase the product at retail, it will be nineteen
1: ninety nine. Ah, owned.
0: This is from Ars Technica. So, I, 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 okay. Well, oh, I ahead, guess.
1: No, I was gonna say it defeats the purpose, but then you, I've kind of forgotten that there are some people who have PSPs who don't have internet or internet access, so they would have to buy it retail.
0: Yeah, but if they don't have internet access, how can they use the voucher for the download?
1: Oh shit. Dun, dun, dun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice rim shot. But it's like okay, I I understand why they're doing this. And and the main reason is because there's it's all like a lot of things that happen in politics, like a lot of the things that happen like in our lifetime, like why are why are why are drugs illegal? Why is marijuana illegal? It's 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 the government and it's like the 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 companies in our country that are controlling that shit. Because mm-hmm. uh,
1: they want to make money off that shit. Yeah,
0: this is an instance of the retailers not wanting to relinquish control um, on you know their their portion of sales, and you know a large portion of um, of customers still go to retail. That's true. But mm-hmm. the move to digital is something that these publishers and 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 and, and developers really want to go towards. So it's a constant struggle of, well, if you put that game uh, on 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 a download service, then you know, fuck you. We're not gonna uh, we're not gonna carry the other games that you give us. Sony, you publish uh what you publish um um some random Sony published game. You know what? You're gonna mm-hmm. put that game on download. We're not gonna publi- We're not gonna carry it for retail stores in, and your customers will be mad. You want to put Warhawk as a full downloadable in your store? Fuck you! We're not going to carry it in our store anymore. They didn't actually do that because because mm-hmm. Warhawk was still sold in stores and it was available online. But it's it's an example right. of what could happen. And so Sony's like, all right, all right, all right, five, 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 How about this? We don't want to spend the money to put it on UMD discs anymore. We're losing money on this shit, and whatever, and and you're losing money on it because we're selling it to you for this X amount of price so that we don't lose that much money. But, so, how about this? Just a case and a voucher. (laughs) Fine. They come... A fucking case! (laughs) As long as it... And and so the retailers are fine, as long as they come into my store to buy it, and we make the money off of it, which is why it's 20 bucks and not 15, then fine. But it's like, there's no practical reason for it to be both ways like this, like, um... Like if you have a voucher to download, then you already have internet service. And if That's you don't true. have internet service, you should just get the hard copy of UMD version. There's no practical reason why you know they should be selling something that is completely online based, anyways. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I mean, it's sh- well, I don't know. I mean, maybe from a from a from a publisher and store standpoint, yes. But from the guy who doesn't have internet access, can you Im- can, can you imagine? Okay, like my, fr- uh, uh, my friend, all right, K- uh, text messaged me and asked me, do I buy this Rock Revolution drum set? It's oh, yeah. only $70. Does it work the same way for, for Guitar Hero? And I said, no, it's not the same thing. And I'm like, that's how confusing this whole shit is. They don't even have it displayed prominently on the box that says it's not compatible with Rock Band or Guitar Hero. Right, they only so, tell
1: you what it's compatible with.
0: Yeah, imagine some, some dude walking into this store saying, oh shit, Patipon 2, yeah, let me buy it. $20. Go no, back internet home, no, no internet wireless, access. No
1: wireless, I should say.
0: And on top of that, no more space on memory card.
1: True. Fuck. And, and now and, I gotta go I was and say, buy a
0: new memory card.
1: And you know, it's even more messed up. It used to be that the PlayStation Network is available on computers, but now they completely nixed that and they upgraded the firmware on the PSPs so that you can only get it through the. PSP directly, or if you had a PS3, you could probably get it from get it on the PS3 and transfer it to the PSP. Transfer fee? okay. I don't know if you can do that.
0: Ugh. Ideally, I'd hope you'd be able to, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not against, I, I'm not against, you know, um, selling. Well, you know what? I don't know. I mean, I cannot. I shouldn't say I'm not against this because as a consumer, this is just r- stupid. But I can understand why they're doing it. It just, you know. To keep that relationship healthy is something that's important, but to 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 the consumer it just it, it it really just makes no sense and like I know that they were saying on the one up podcast that like people like the experience of going into the store, picking up something, paying for it at the counter, and saying, yay, that's true i I still kind of do. But that's because I know I'm getting something that I can hold in my hands. What am I going to do? Keep the voucher in the box? <laughs> that's the
1: funny part. It's like they give you the box as like a big fuck you. Wait, what was I talking about? I was talking about... Oh, Jigglypuff in uh, Smash Brothers. It's similar Jigglypuff. to that. In order to get Jigglypuff in Smash Brothers Brawl, Jigglypuff. you got to finish the single-player game and then complete all uh, like events 1 through 30. And, or you can finish the game and then go back to a certain part of the game and fight Jigglypuff there. And I was like, why do they have Jigglypuff, which at first was like the first unlockable character. I think it was the first unlockable character in, in Melee. And oh. it's not really that great of a character to begin with. Why do they have you jumping through so many hoops just to unlock Jigglypuff? And then they're like, okay, you finished the game, right? Congratulations. And you finished all 30, um, events. And they're like, fuck you. Here's Jigglypuff. <laughs>
0: It's like, I did all that for that.
1: Right, so you go to the store, you pay $20, you get a box, you open it, and they're like,
0: fuck you, here's a voucher. (laughs) Bing! Guess what? Now you can burn this. Mm -hmm. You can't burn a UMD, or can you? Mm -hmm. Maybe that's why they're doing this. I actually meant literally, but... Yes. You know what you can burn, but not play online, is Demi-God. Yeah, Segway. Yeah, um, I
1: think you can play it online. If you burned it? Yeah.
0: Really? I thought it was saying that you can't. Okay, so so here's the situation. Demigod, um which is which is uh, uh I think it's supposed to be uh um oh is this a Brad Bordell game? I thought uh yeah, I thought it was just... Chris um I thought it was the Supreme Commander guy. Chris uh I forgot his name. I'm um... gonna look it up now because I don't like not doing my homework. Uh <laughs> uh, uh uh Supreme Commander Chris Taylor. Yes, Chris right. Taylor.
1: Chris yeah. Taylor. Wait, Chris Taylor sounds yeah, like Supreme right. Commander guy.
0: Chris Taylor did uh, Supreme Commander, he did um, Dungeon Siege, he did Space Siege, I think. Uh, uh, and uh, 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 Total Annihilation, Sorry. Uh, which you love, I know.
1: Yeah, fucking awesome game.
0: <laughs> A lot of people like it. I was just making fun of you because I know you hate it. I
1: know. I'm trying um, to figure out... Wait, Ooh. But so,
0: while you look, the story is basically that, um, Demigod, which is the newest game from, uh, whoever, maybe it's from, I thought it was from him, and I could be completely wrong. In fact, I'm gonna look it up again. (laughs) Demigod! Oh, God, okay. Disambiguation. Video game. Uh, Gas-Powered Games, published by Stardock, hey.
1: Oh, Chris Roberts did Wing Commander.
0: Okay, okay. So this is a, uh, this is a Chris Taylor game. It's, it's, uh, it's Gas-Powered Games. Okay. Um... Gas Powered Games, uh, yeah, Chris Taylor. So, yeah, so it came out, and uh, it looks like um the the launch was kind of shit because um, what's it called the online? It was the online experience, I think, right? That was that was kind of eating up.
1: Well, everything. what happened was that they um, they it's an online game. I think it's MMO. I'm not sure. Um, so, but they have internal data on the game, and although they show that. 18,000 purchases were made. 120,000 people were trying to log into the game.
0: Oh, that's what, okay.
1: So basically that kind of turns into um, 100 pirates per every 18 paying customers.
0: Yes. And And,
1: uh, you know, <clears throat> it looks like they have an update on this. It says they contact the Stardock reps. Is this is from Kotaku. Um, yeah. 18,000
0: con- is, oh, sorry, go ahead.
1: 18,000 purchases, 120,000 people trying to play in the game. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They contact the Star reps to clarify legitimate quote unquote versus where's quote unquote figures posted by CEO Brad Wardell on the game's official forums, who told Kotaku that concurrent connections from Gemmy players do not necessarily equate to sales. According to a statement, the eighteen thousand figure is the <clears throat> number of current concurrent users at the peak, not sales. Oh, so they're saying that there's eighteen thousand people connected all at once, but but there
0: could be other there's a queue offline. of one hundred
1: twenty thousand people.
0: Oh, so it's the Demigod's
1: infrastructure was designed to handle up to 50,000 of these connections. But on day zero, there were about 140,000 concurrent users, of which 18,000 were validated. Pirated users can't get updates or play multiplayer, but they still touch the servers. Oh, so it's not a queue. It's just that they own the game. They can't play online, but it contacts the server to say, yeah, I'm playing the game, but I'm not validated.
0: Let's see. Demigod is a video game developed by Gaspar Games. The game is described as an action R- RPG RTS hybrid, significantly influenced by the Warcraft 3 custom map Dota, and borrows from both uh, Defense of the Ancients and borrows from both of these genres. The game gives a player the ability to choose certain heroes. That, so this is also single player, mm-hmm. not just MMO. So you can pl- be playing it, and then it'll you know ping, I guess.
1: Yeah, but, yeah you, um... you can play it by yourself. And I guess what they're doing is they get this data from the game to be able to manage their own stats. You know, like, they track, I guess, something like this. Who's buying the game and who's not? And then it says that crush of users, most of them not legitimate copies, led to what Wardell called a terrible experience.
0: Right. So, on the one hand, if you want to have Glass Half Full, yeah, there are 18,000 users online, and, and the rest of them are pirates, but then there are a whole bunch of people who bought the game and are playing them single-player. But, Glass Half Full... I mean, Glass have Empty is well. There were fucking 140 pirates on there,
1: or whatever the number is. They're saying that. I I, can
0: still hit the server. Yeah, and that's recorded.
1: I think you you can say that the 18,000 are you know uh, confirmed paid, and the others you don't know. But I'm not sure if validation is necessary. I'm guessing a validation is necessary to you know just like a registration key. So if you purchase it's, the game, you yeah, have a registration key.
0: It's through Stardock's um, UI, I, th- I would assume, since Stardock is a publisher. So right. like Steam, it has some kind of validation, not like Securom or anything like that, but it does have some kind of validation.
1: Right, like an online activation. And then yeah. the pirated copies would basically include code to bypass that. And so, although... Or it the- might
0: <laughs> it, it might not be activation at all, it could just be like, because Stardock's UI is what it is, like it can tell whether or not it's legit.
1: Oh, Stardock is uh, it's the the like shell. Uh,
0: yeah, it's, the, it's Stardock's Stardock Central is Stardock is a company that that does like galactic civilization. Mm-hmm. And and they report healthy like hundreds of thousands of units sold without ever using DRM, which is kind of a which is a little bit misleading because it's like, well, you do technically have DRM anything that, you know, technically mm-hmm. anything that checks to make sure that you're playing a legitimate game and requires that something happens first before you play it to me is some kind of management. Right. Right? even if it's not in the software itself like the fact that you can't really do anything with that software until you log in is still DRM-ish. and maybe you can but at the, at the at the least you can't sign online and i think i think that's maybe how they've been handling it they've been saying you know what if you want to be a dick and pirate our shit go ahead but you can't play online because you're going to need to sign on to play online and we guess what we can tell mm-hmm. so i don't know uh i'm sorry go ahead i totally ripped you off off your tangent there not that makes really. no sense <laughs>
1: Um, ah, drop the uh, envelope uh, ah. nah I don't think there was anything I was going to tell from uh, I've forgotten but they also mentioned at the end that Stardock and Demigod developer gas powered games then scrapped together a doppelganger of the infrastructure dedicated to Demigod's multiplayer network needs and issued an update to legit players essentially keeping the pirates from crashing the multiplayer party so at least they locked out a feature for from the pirates but I thought the pirates don't care
0: but you know who does care about what? Uh, uh, we care about Marvel ver- versus Capcom 2. Yes. On exactly. XBLA.
1: Possibly. And PSN.
0: Oh, on PSN 2? Okay. Uh, yeah. There's this rumor that MVC 2 will be on XBLA. Yay! I'll probably Yay, buy it. that's so Pringles. That's so are you crispy. Oh, we got the mag mango Magneto. No, Scoop, Mango Scoop Sorry. Haagen-Dazs. Scoop Hagen does. Scoop Hagen does. Fuck the Knicks, sorry. And moving on, uh, that was a short one. Yeah. Ooh, Time Warner Cable drops the bandwidth cap plans that we were talking about last week. Yeah. Um, if you don't remember last week, we were talking about like how they were trying to experiment with people and say, you know, well, you know, if you want to have unlimited data transfer, you'll have to pay like twenty-seven thousand dollars and give me a firstborn wife and shit. And now they're just like, you know what? We're dumb. Maybe not. Um, do you want to sum up this? if there are any details in this story that are, are, are outstanding.
1: Yeah. The only outstanding detail is that... Um, your face! Is that your face looks like Time Warner's eye. Anyway. Yeah. Um, they decided that they're going Wait, gonna... is
0: that an Oblivion game? No, no, that's um, Lord, of shit that oh, yeah, Lord of the Shits.
1: Oh, yeah, Lord of the, of the Rings. Thing? That's uh, a okay. fucking... That eye. Thing. The eye. Oh my god. Why? I, it's been so long since I watched Lord of the Rings. That's okay. That's
0: it's not worth remembering. I just pissed off a whole bunch of Lord of the Rings fans. just ooh, now.
1: Like, okay. ooh. Oh, Renaissance fear. Anyway, um. <laughs> 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 that's some Renaissance. Re- the only reason why I thought about that was because of, uh, Weird Al. Oh, okay. Uh.
0: Chronicle of Narnia. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute. What?
1: Chronicle of Narnia. What that's, different. that's different. That's different. I know. Nine that's Is that. that... Oh, yeah, that's a uh, Andy Samberg,
0: Jizz in my pants. <clears throat> yeah, those what? guys, Lonely Island. Jizz?
1: Um, yes, yeah, so I said that they're, they're shelving... Well, I'll take the words straight out of the article from Kotaku. Associated uh, Press reports that Time Warner Cable has shelved plans to test a tiered pricing structure based on consumption in three of those markets, but will continue to test in Beaumont, Texas. Time Warner announced his plans following a conversation between New York Senator Chuck Schumer... Oh, oh ah. Chuck Schumer fucking laid down the fucking law, and cable to Glenn Britt about overwhelming opposition to the change.
0: His daughter was my high school.
1: Word, word. Yeah, but she after hot. I
0: graduated, I don't
1: know. oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, it's after you graduated.
0: Yeah, let me see. Google.com. Chuck Schumer, <laughs> <laughs> his daughter, <laughs> and I spelled daughter with an I instead of a U. Daughter. Or date her.
1: Well, oh, dieter,
0: dieter. Jessica Emily Schumer.
1: Damn, Emily you can't have nobody.
0: It doesn't say anything about her going to Stuyvesant, but she did, apparently. So, okay, there you go. Anyway. Continue. Um, I'm sorry.
1: <clears throat> sure. Britt, the uh, cable exec, one Britt, says the response was a quote unquote misunderstanding about the cable operator's plans. What the fuck? You're trying to fucking ream us out of money because we use the internet. You call it a misunderstanding? Anyway. The sh- that <laughs> <coughs> that change of <coughs> corporate heart is <coughs> <coughs> just days after Time Warner Cable altered its pricing schemes. It say it plans to roll out software to customers to let them know how much bandwidth they're using.
0: Uh,
1: Please, I don't care. You know,
0: <coughs> final atomic asream <laughs> <coughs> cable bill.
1: Uh, and then there's a comment. The first well, the first comment that I see on here, which oh yeah, that, that would be the first comment. <clears throat> it's just translation you win this round customers but i'll be back
0: but you know what didn't win their first round mad world and gta chinatown war sales revealed segue oh. Um so pringles um yeah so um everybody who's just like yo we want mature games on wii and ds um why aren't you fucking buying them Mm-hmm. do you want to know how much these games sold Mad World sold 66,000 copies in the month in which it released. Chinatown Wars sold 89,000. If you are complaining so loud, and I'm kind of guilty, I'm going to buy Chinatown Wars. I'm just not ready yet.
1: Yeah, same here. Why
0: aren't you buying that? And see, here's the thing about Chinatown Wars. I thought it'd be shit, and mm-hmm. so maybe that's why people didn't buy it. Because you think it's going to be some stupid thing, and it's just going to be like a watered-down version, but it's its own fine product, I've heard. Yeah. And so it's like, all right, now I'm convinced. But So that, okay, it's kind of understandable. But the, the, the Mad World one? You know, oh, oh, oh you do mature games. Oh, oh, Nintendo has abandoned the hardcore gamers, which they kind of have. But that's why I went out and bought Mad World. Go buy right. it. What? What the fuck is wrong with you? What, are Are you digging a bullet out of your ass? Anybody who saw Bones would get that reference. Haha. Bones. Uh-huh. Show. Anyway. Um. Yes. Go buy it. I mean, sixty-six thousand. Okay. So so Patrick Klepek, who you know used to be at One Up, then went to MTV Games, and went back to One Up because MTV Games laid him off. Uh says that like. uh Sales may not have been blockbuster this month, but if these games keep selling past March, this month isn't the end of the world. Which is true. I mean, this is true. If it sells, if it consistently sells, you know, seventy thousand units or something, like at by by next year, it will have sold maybe a 1000000 Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe. Which isn't blockbuster, anything of a true
0: note. Right, but you know, as but... long as they make their money back, you know, and they're show- it's just like. This is why Nintendo has, has quote-unquote, abandoned you, because you don't, you know, it gives you what you want, and then you say, you know what, I'm busy fighting Ganon. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you know what, I'm, a, and this is no disrespect to you, I'm just making a snide remark here, or I'm finding the same Pokemon for the 27th time in a row.
1: Yeah, I I, I will find the same Pokemon for the 27th time in a row. Yeah, but so. you buy
0: other shit, so.
1: Yeah, Exactly.
0: You know, so it's just like you know, before you start complaining about Nintendo, like not, not, um, giving you shit, buy the shit that they give you first, that that you want, and then complain. Because that's why I'm complaining. Because I buy the shit that they that they give me want, and I'm repeating myself over and over again. I have a really big headache because I haven't eaten yet.
1: Mm. I have a um, stomach ache because i haven't eaten yet. And I had this coffee.
0: Oh, coffee. Oh, oh, strongly
1: ass coffee too.
0: You know what else is mad sales wise? What wow, is
1: mad sales wise?
0: And I just put this in here just because it was funny to me. Um, so Decca Sports, the original piece of shit game from Hudson for for Wii when it came out in Japan, sold two million copies. Decca Sports Two sold twenty five hundred. Damn. Yesterday or whenever it came out. So what? <laughs> I guess people really didn't like Decca Sports. Uh, wow. Here's the thing though. Like I think uh, someone was saying something about this being like a, 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 a the finally the bursting of the bubble.
1: Oh, right.
0: The last paragraph says, The situation is so disturbing that major Japanese tech news site Watch has moved to post an opinion piece about a speculative Nintendo crash. The article does raise an important question. What if Nintendo sales begin to slow worldwide as they have in Japan since January? Uh, which, uh, that could be the case. I mean, I, like, I never believed that this was a fad, so to speak, mm-hmm. because I don't believe consoles are fads. Or, or anything like that. But if they keep on releasing this type of stuff that's nothing different from the one before, or if they release shit that's shittier than the shit before, then that's why I don't think it's a fad. I think it's based on quality. You release good stuff, people will buy it. But, you know, I don't know. Uh, maybe in Japan, like, this box art or this logo is just really that bad. <laughs> are, you, are, are you. anybody who wants to see this really terrible picture, just go to 1UP.com and, uh,. Look at the news blog um, and look for the headline, High-Profile Wii Bomb Fuels Nintendo Crash Chatter in Japan. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, it, 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 let's see. Um, the author of the article pinpoints a crippling lack of software for Wii in 2009. Yeah, see, it's it's all about what you give us, you know. Uh, it's not about whether it's a fad or not. Yes, the whole motion control thing is, woo woo. it's all impressive, and then people are going to forget about it in two years. But you keep on bringing good content, people will follow. Never mind the fact that people ignored psychonauts. I mean, mm-hmm. You know, if you bring good content that people can in- can understand and are are, you know, what I don't know. You know, yeah. it's just stupid. Don't buy deck of Sports.
1: Yeah, and I have this other question because there's a comment. I may on have here. an answer. Ah, there's a comment on here that says that. Oh, too bad. Nintendo's ignored the hardcore, which oh, just yeah, leads us back to the Mad World and GTA Chinatown Wars thing. Okay, so what do hardcore gamers want? Because apparently they don't want Mad World and uh, GTA Chinatown Wars. And, I mean, are they looking for, what, another Final Fantasy VII? Something that's uh, an epic RPG that's like, you know, 40 hours in length and... Uh, it's got some weird emo main character, with spiky hair, that people can relate to, at least the hardcore gamers, quote-unquote, can relate to. <clears throat> you know, is that what they want?
0: I oh, don't know, uh, it's funny, there's this comment from Slightly we tarted says, So, Punch-Out! isn't a must-have title, or The Conduit, or The Reimagined Silent Hill? Sure, dude. What's with the Doom and Gloom article here? Um, and I would say, probably not. Punch-Out! yes, Conduit, and Silent Hill, No. Not from my perspective. Yeah, conduit. But, from the, pres- you know, but it- from the perspective of the market that's going to move software. Right. For we, it's not a must-have title. Exactly. For like, and when you consider that the conduit is basically a first-person shooter that console gamers on 360 and PS3 have plenty of that don't realize or want to appreciate or 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 that just can't get their hands around the the um. The, the Wiimote re- control, because as much as I like the Wiimote first-person shooter control, like, it's not for everybody. So, mm-hmm. like, it, the, there's no reason for them to get excited about it if they have a Wii. Why should they care? Why should they care about the reimagined Silent Hill when they when Silent Hill has been out for years and they have, like, Silent Hill The Room on PS2 and then Silent Hill 5 on whatever? You know what I mean? like, like, I actually care about this reimagined Silent Hill, though. But they have to market it as such. And so, like, I don't know. I I, I Whatever. I'm just responding to this comment, and comments are <laughs> stupid anyway. So yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Let's see, any more uh, comments on this one? I s- oh, okay. But this guy says, "I smell GameCube and Nintendo 64 all over again." There are pe- right. there are stupid people on both sides of the fence here. Um, and just if you want to flame him, his <laughs> um his tag on One Up is Anime Man A N I M E M A N. Um. So if you want to flame him for that stupid shit. Um, just like you want to flame slightly underscore we but um. Well, he
1: already flamed himself with that name.
0: That's true, but uh, zing. <laughs> but consider this: um, it's already sur- it's probably already surpassed the N sixty four and GameCube sales combined. So they probably don't care if it dies at this instant. Right. Well, I mean, they they, they probably do. Well, they do
1: because they want to continue making money.
0: Right. But like you know. Oh, I'm gonna, you know, make some kind of trolling comment based on nothing. So I'm on a forum, and I can do that. Right. Uh Let's see. Um, where is the sale? Where are the sales numbers? Worldwide, fifty million. Um, versus GameCube, which was worldwide twenty-one point seven four million. Nintendo sixty-four probably did better than I thought. Thirty-two point. Okay, so thirty-two point nine three plus twenty. So we basically has um maybe about 5 to 6 million more to go before it catches up to those two combined. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're really worrying right now about GameCube era success or failure or whatever. So forum comments. Dumb.
1: Very dumb.
0: Uh any anything else or 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 shall we try to pad this shortest podcast in a while with nonsense?
1: We can uh I don't know. Let's talk about the whole Target thing. Did you hear about the Target? Um, what
0: happened to Target?
1: They uh, are instituting a new reservation policy, or a new reservation system, I should say, Uh-oh. where you can get a, a collectible, I guess you could say, reservation card for a particular game that is coming out in the future for a dollar uh-huh. that holds your copy much, I guess a little bit differently then a GameStop reserve would be because a GameStop reserve is not necessarily a guaranteed reservation. Uh-huh. You know, if you pick up your game, like, say, by the end of the day, sometimes, depending on the game, you might not even get your reservation because GameStop is, of course, sometimes compelled to sell off their stuff to make sales numbers. <coughs> yeah. So, um, in Target, it pretty much confirms your reservation for that dollar. <clears throat> then when the game comes out, you pay full price for the game, and you get a $5 gift card for Target. Oh. But they uh, – this is another article from Kotaku that I just happened to see over the week. There's always um,
0: a but to good news.
1: They Now, that yeah, that dollar is for the card. So technically, when you pay the dollar, pay by the game, and then get the $5 gift card, you
0: – You're really getting a $4 gift You're card. really
1: getting a $4 gift card. uh, Or you're really saving $4 on the game.
0: Oh right, right, right.
1: And while well, that, that one dollar
0: doesn't—that one dollar you're saying doesn't get put towards the game itself, but the card. Right. Okay. Uh, Which is still not—you know—it's better than GameStop.
1: True. Uh, and that—that that seems like a pretty cool thing. And they're doing it for like Punch Out and um, some other games I can't remember, but Punch Out was the only one that really came to mind. <clears throat> um, I—I I think that that's a pretty cool idea, especially for a store chains such as Target. Uh-huh. Because of the fact that um you don't really see stores dedicated to reservations or whatnot and um <laughs> what the fu- <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell has been adding images to our Street Fighter 4 page? And <laughs> then seriously what? What the fuck are these images? Look at the last picture the Oh last my picture. god <laughs> <laughs> What kind of-
0: What? <laughs> you know it's even better, well, and I turned you completely off track of what you're talking about. I don't think I'm go talking the... about
1: what I'm talking about anymore.
0: <laughs> go to the go to the Street Fighter Four images page on on Giant Bomb, and they have even more. Oh no! Like um the first one, two, three, four, five pictures that come up. The first four pictures that come up of Chun Li,
1: Cammy. Let's see. Uh, the is that Rose or?
0: There's uh, this.
1: this, is unbelievable.
0: Then there's this.
1: Oh goodness!
0: Oops, that's a li- uh, view. Oh wait, shit! Copy, image location. This, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, butt shot. Because I want to have butt sex. <laughs> then there's this. Oh my goodness. Uh, where- what else is bad? Uh, uh and then there's the one that they showed on on the actual page. Um, yeah. Everybody, uh, after you think about Target, go to giantbomb.com and look at their Street Fighter Four images page. Or look at the news look at the news post that begins all about the free Street Fighter Four championship update. And just look at the look this at what Brad's so commenting bad. on. Yes.
1: So 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 bad. So bad.
0: <laughs> Who the hell has been adding it? <laughs> oh, hey, this is all is this
1: is all um like user generated?
0: Yeah, someone paused the game and took the picture.
1: Yeah, it's not like Giant Bomb put those pictures up. Somebody oh, put those pictures should... up, and Giant Bomb's like, "What the hell?" <laughs> that makes it. Oh, easier.
0: this vindicates Giant Bomb's concept. Yes, right here. This, this is so, true Giant Bomb here. Target one dollar. What were you
1: saying? I don't know. Um, yeah, you can reserve games. I think it's a pretty cool idea for big store chains to do that because oh, I like it. It gives you more options. Is Well, I I don't know then because you know how Amazon, they'll give you pre-orders for games and the price is often less than the official retail price for the game? Yeah, yeah. That's most of the reason why I buy games before they come out from Amazon because they usually come at savings to me. And then a lot of times it will come at even more savings because the price will drop before <laughs> it may drop a few seconds, cents or a dollar or something, but it'll right. drop before the game comes out. I like I bought Mad World for like $37 or something like that. I don't even remember. Uh-huh. That was a $50 game. And um, then uh, I think it was Last Remnant that we pre-ordered and it went down a dollar or two. And that was oh, okay. $35, something like that for a $60 game or $40 for a $60 game. Right. So, you know, that's, that's a cool thing. Um, yeah. So that, Street Fighter ass! <laughs> all about the free Street Fighter 4 championship update. Is it free? I think so. I guess that that's what matters.
0: So are the asses.
1: Yeah, seriously, what?
0: The, the ass shots come free.
1: So
0: you crispy! <laughs> oh my god, I think we've beaten this dead horse to a death. Of horses. Wait, um, before and...
1: before it dies, let's check uh <clears throat> let's see. Uh, the mailbag? Um, no, no no not mailbag. Um uh, I'm just checking talk to see if there's anything stupid.
0: Uh I'm so hungry. Paddle Um Patipon. Street Fighter Four PC release date to be announced. Holy shit. Wow. Whoa, well, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. They announced the date that we're, they announced the date that they're going to announce the release date. Great. Thanks.
1: Oh wow, thanks. Thanks a lot. May one. Uh let's see. May
0: 1 we will know the release date. <laughs>
1: Apparently a uh, ESRB rating confirms quote unquote rumor confirms Guitar Hero Van Halen. Oh great. Yeah. Yay. Activision. Not really awesome. interested.
0: Um well, fuck you Activision. Fuck you.
1: Let's see. Nothing yet. <clears throat> City of Heroes players create more content than developers in 24 hours because they came <laughs> wow. out with a, a update where players can create missions. Wow that, that would people, get me back into the game
0: how many people play city heroes um
1: i don't know let's see let's players.
0: let's say let's say 500,000 how many people develop a game
1: like 10 <laughs> and then they're like uh players have been busy let's see they made 3800 story arcs in the first 24 hours God. each consisting of five missions apiece uh but as wait on uh mm,
0: uh, mm, uh,
1: Wait, this doesn't uh, mainly sense. Oh, I guess the story arcs. No, that doesn't make sense to me. Let me read it a little bit further. Uh, players have been busy trying out missions, critiquing them in the forums. Out of more than 20,000 arcs now available in the game, 2,800 or 2,860 of them have been rated 5 stars by players, with only 582 rated 1 star popular. The themes include the fifth column, featured in 794 arcs, The super heroic statesman arriving 134 and time travel, which is subject of 112 arcs. Um, so there, I don't know, I guess, uh, I don't know, it doesn't make sense. The numbers don't make sense because they're like, uh, one day after NCSoft released the update, players have crafted more than 20,000 mission arcs, but then they're like, on the website, they say 3,800 story arcs, which I guess the, oh, 38 story arcs. Consisting of five missions apiece would I guess add up to more than twenty thousand missions. Custom missions. That probably is what did it.
0: Metroid Dread's coming out.
1: Metroid what?
0: Metroid Dread's coming out. They have maps for it.
1: What is this for um PC? DS. DS official or DS? Do you, you remember
0: how Game Informer rumored <coughs> that Metroid Dread shit? Yeah. Uh here's one of the maps that they ripped.
1: Um, that picture on uh what you call it is pretty hotness. I like that statue really. Let me see. Yeah. Uh, okay, start from
0: here. Uh, actually, here's the actual page, but the fucking dude. Wow.
1: So what? This is a remake of Zero Mission? No. No, I, a remake no. of Th- Super Metroid. No, no. There,
0: there, there was there was a rumor in Game Informer at E3 that E3 was E3 they're gonna show like uh, years ago, years ago mm-hmm. that they're gonna show a new Metroid 2D for DS. And it was called Metroid Dread. And then something oh, yes.
1: Now I remember. And I think there was some kind of uh, teaser of some sort in okay. Prime Hunters.
0: Yeah. Or it's, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I, there was some I mean, kind
1: of like thing, code, coded message or something in Metroid Prime Hunters that has something to do with Metroid Dread. It was in one of like the messages that came out. Maybe it wasn't. No, no, it was not Prime Hunters. It was corruption, I think. Yeah, it was in corruption. There's some kind of encoded message talking about a Metroid Dread like codenamed Dread. So yeah. this is official or not official?
0: Uh well look at the month.
1: Uh the month of April fourteenth, the- two thousand nine. Oh, you're talking about in the one up article?
0: The month in the uh VG maps.
1: Oh. Um
0: oh, that link. Oh,
1: this is the list. This map was 2009 april month maps of the month april 2009
0: and then just think about why we haven't heard about it
1: because it's a April Fool's joke
0: yeah totally fucking pulled one over the um maybe okay maybe they didn't pull it over him but like uh on one up some um, retro blog mm-hmm. Jer- jeremy jeremy parish pretty much says see now this is why april fools pisses me off every year most of the internet's pranks are brain dead stupidity, but the ones that aren't are far worse because they're usually such painfully tantalizing wish fulfillment.
1: Yeah, this is bullshit. Make me mad. <laughs> <laughs> don't ever tease me with something so <laughs> tasty and so well done.
0: Takevgmap.com. Uh, by the way, this John Leung, John Leung. I don't know if you're. I think. Uh, I think he was a dude on on, on GameFAQs when we used to have those troll wars with that bitch clover leaf. Really. Who would, who would say, I'm not her.
1: Oh, yes. Oh, yes.
0: No, 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 not, not, not. He was different. He was different. No, no, no. He was huh. actually just a poster, but then, like, there's some other dude who was like, I'm not her. Yeah. He was just a poster on the board. Anyway, yes. Yeah, so Metroid Dread, coming soon to uh, 2029 near you. Wonderful. Oh, uh, what were we wait, talking about there's something, funny I I
1: there's something funny I want to mention that I found on Kotaku. Um, okay. They were talking about 2009. Did they
0: actually bother to fact check this time?
1: Uh, this isn't uh a news thing. This is just oh, okay. something funny. Um where is it? Da, 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 da. There's some stupid hand-tagging where you can put girls upside down. Which Rape is life. stupid. Um da, da 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 da. Where is it? It's talking about two thousand and nine. And it's hilarious because they're talking about like, oh, this is two thousand and nine in reality, but imagine if this was the world in video games, what would be happening in two thousand and nine? And the events are pretty funny. And it is, see, because I'm too lazy to use the search and I'm just going straight down the list. i probably <clears throat> past it because it probably doesn't have a big. Picture. You suck. Oh, here a it is. Phony. There we go. Uh, Kotaku from April 15th, virtual reality, the year 2009 in video game history. And this is the timeline. Throughout the entire year, evil robots on a rampage. because all of the Mega Man, well, the first three Mega Man games take place in 200 x so it it would make sense that probably in 2009, the last year of 200 x that there'd still be some kind of evil robots going around from Dr. Wild. Uh, Then there's, between March and September of 2009, counterterrorism team Rainbow neutralizes Nanotech Virus Legion. That's from Rainbow Six Lockdown. Okay. Between May and June, mercenary pair ends scheme to privatize military. Army of two. Uh, between January and February, New York racked by murder spree carried out by possessed citizens. And between August and September, mercenaries descend on North Korea, hunting for the deck of 52. Those are both from... Uh, uh, are they both from the same game? I believe so. They're both the same color, so it's kind of weird to see, but the mercenaries one is from Mercenaries Playground Around Instruction. I think that the other one might be from Indigo Prophecy because it look the same color, but maybe not. Um, Nick Veranda halts the spread of infectious genetic strain called abuse between September and October. That's from abuse. Uh, the Earth fights back against Alien Invaders. What game is that? Uh, incoming between June and July. The dead incoming come to- between June and July. Anyway. <laughs> the dead come to life. And- hey, I
0: answered, bitch.
1: Anyway, I wasn't really asking you. I was asking myself.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Well- I'm answering.
1: All right. The Dead Come to Life in Western Pennsylvania between October and November. What game is that?
0: Umbrella Chronicles.
1: No, Left 4 Dead. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> President David Jefferson Adams dubiously inaugurated. I think that game is... Oh, that game is Shatter Union. Um, Dinosaurs Attack Ibis Island between March and April.
0: Jurassic Park 4? Dino Crisis.
1: <laughs> but in the same month I, Oh
0: I thought Ibis I I thought I really did think like Ibis Island was one of the islands in Jurassic Park I don't know. I don't know. There, there's Isla Nublar and then Isla too many sequels or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh
1: in the same month, Bioterrorism Security Assessment Alliance agents deployed to Kijuju Kill Juju.
0: Uh t- t- to kill Juju?
1: No. They they are deployed to uh sorry, Kijuju is the place.
0: Resident Evil 5? Yes. So Resident Evil 5 okay. takes place
1: at the same time as Downer Crisis.
0: Oh.
1: Um, Arsenal Gear ravages downtown New York between uh, April and May.
0: Metal Gear of oh. Two. Two? Yeah. Oh, wait. I I, I think I must have mis- misunderstood what the fuck this was about. This now is... I have to go look it up myself. Yeah,
1: Metal Gear Solid 2 takes... Give me, give me apparently link. takes place in 2009. And the last
0: one I... here. Well. Wow. I thought I thought it was a 2009 calendar of of game events that took place for games that came out last year or something. No, no. And that's why is... I got the Resident. Evil, that's why I got Resident Evil Five.
1: Oh, because Resident Evil Five came out this yeah, year. Yeah, I was
0: sitting there confused. i was like, what are you doing? What are you? Wait, wait, I missed it. Give me that link. I want to see.
1: All right. Um, here we go. And then they go into detail afterwards uh, after the timeline about the the games and how they could have taken place, or how they're supposed to take place in 2009. Right. right. The last one is, a hero comes to Gekukan High School, which is uh, Persona 3.
0: Let's see. Yeah, I would not have gotten a Persona thing. But I think it's funny that Mega Man actually took place in 2009 because of the X. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is the latest possible time. No, probably every year since 2000, they're like, all right, Mega Man. Nope, didn't happen yet. Mega Man, yeah. nope, didn't happen yet. Mega That's Man. what they nope, explain it as. Yet.
1: They're like, um, with the first three games taking place in the year 20-O-X... It's pretty safe to assume that at some point this year in the video game universe, Dr. Wily has unleashed another army of evil-themed robots, each with their own specific strengths and weaknesses for the titular Blue Bomber to exploit, such as Allergic to Squirrels Man and Shoot Me Right Here, Man. <laughs> Allergic to Squirrels Shoot Me Right Here, Man.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, that, that that was a pretty cool article that I noticed. Um, I wonder what's up and with this. And she's
0: Japanese with red hair.
1: Who? Oh, uh...
0: The 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 diner crisis. Yeah, I like diners. Diners.
1: Diner crisis. There's no food.
0: Oh no! Oh, uh, uh, Resident Evil Five shot. Uh, uh. I gotta fucking get on that persona shit. Um, oh, this Indigo Prophecy shot makes his arms look really wrong. <laughs> Let me
1: see. Oh, the the Metal Gear Solid Two shot is funny.
0: Tom Clancy Samurai Dino. Okay, we've beaten the dead horse here. We're yeah, gonna end. The horse is dead now. Nah. Uh, let's check the mailbag one last time. Nope, nothing in there. Uh, alright, so yes, you have another week to, to give us your pretentious names for video games. So far we have Vacation Disc and Interactive Art, whatever the fuck that guy said. Let me scroll up and find it. Uh, User Interface Interactive Electronic Art. Oh, that, yes. Versus Vacation Disc So you have one more week to send in And then Super Sonic, Being the kind sold that he is Will video games Judge which one he would ra- rather use Going forward in his life As a person Or a horse Or Sonic For Al That's so
1: Pringles Where, are Where can we find
0: at? you? Where can we find your Pringles at?
1: You can find my curly mustache at xlm2k.blogspot.com.
0: Oh no, I'm not. i been your host, Mr. Chupon, and out. Screenshot of all the all the gropers like lining up behind you.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that stupid uh the, the porno version of that game. Uh, oh. I know what it was called, but it was so stupid because it was just like a whole bunch of dudes and like dicks sticking out. It's like, come on, do you really have nothing better to do than to draw dicks like in Super Bad? Then yeah, when you die, he goes,
0: Oh no. <laughs>